Welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 12. That last step. What a doozy. Gosh dang. Morale. Low. Heavy. On the boat and around the table. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They took the wind out of our sails on that one. Oh, yeah. The storm did stop. (laughs) And out of the lungs as we hit the deck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got... uh, Two characters knocked out. Three characters knocked out, if you include uh, Fish Guts. I do. He's a character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, bunch of you pretty bloodied. Calypso, nothing. Yeah, shockingly. My heart is filled with murderous intentions. Murderous intentions. <laughs> <laughs> so you've seen a lot of what the uh, punishments have to offer between getting the lash, getting the cat of nine tails, uh, getting the hot box, which uh, that eight hours, by the way, was the lowest increment you can go in there for. Oh. Really? Uh, Whoa. <laughs> uh, you, you haven't experienced personally a keel hauling, but you've seen it happen. Mm-hmm. And so far, that seems to be the extent of the punishments on the Wormwood. I'm wondering, you know, if you guys were to were to captain a ship, what kind of punishments you would uh, replace those with, or would you replace them? Oh, things would change, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In what way? I, I don't know. I, th- I think for like mild punishments, something like inane and like dull, like go polish the cannonballs or something, and then it would just like they could spend hours polishing them. And you always find a little something to make them keep going, but like. If we're talking like brutal-ish punishments, I don't know. I might make if I was if I was crewing a ship, I might make them uh, the offenders be second sails. You know, tie them up on the sails, uh, <laughs> hang them there for uh, for a night or two, and anytime someone walks by, they have to make sail noises. <laughs> <laughs> they call it being jibbed. Yeah, jibbing, a jibbing. Wow. Yeah. By- Hey, how you doing up there? <laughs> that would get exhausting. That though. sounds yeah. That sounds a little bit like crucifixion. <laughs> a little bit, but without the nails, so it's not deadly. I I think. Well, that's a great segue because my punishment was crucifixion. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! I don't. We need a new figurehead. I, I think you die from suffocation. With <laughs> screw the crucifixion. I think that's generally yeah how it went right because they were. You get nailed up on the cross, and usually they break your legs, and then you can't like hold yourself up, so you can't like fill your lungs with air. So a lot of people would suffocate up there. Mm, I imagine that'd be a problem with being jibbed too. Then, mm-hmm. Just probably, especially if you're trying to make sail noises. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you'd find a way to either support feet or, or or the way you like lash them to like the main mast beam, something there to like make sure they don't die. But yeah, that has to be a sail. Okay. Um, I think my primary punishment would probably, besides crucifixion, would probably be making the offender recreate uh, YA novel uh, like dialogue, like make make them do like community theater of certain like books, kind of. Are you punishing the people watching or them? <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> little column, head, little column. Head. You're sailing with a very literate crew, <laughs> absolutely. But I mean, you know, if you screw up on the ship. Then 
you're kind of screwing everybody over, right? Because that's true. You know, so it's someone, everyone's got to suffer a little bit of your punishment. If you, you know, if you fuck up the wide community theater thing, walk the fucking plank. You're done. Mm. Get the lines right. Get the lines right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anyone to care to say Twilight on my crew. Yeah, I'm fucking out. <laughs> I know what you are. Say it. A YA author. <laughs> <laughs> if if they write fanfic, do they get extra credit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Your duration. It's got to be good though. Yeah. <laughs> None of this Team Jacob nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like for a very particular crew. Yeah, I run a tight <laughs> ship, baby. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I, I think, I think my my punishment would be uh, it's a little bit physical, like emotional punishment and and physical. You gotta gotta drink alone in the in the in the bilge until you're sick. <laughs> giving him, give him the smoke, giving him the smoke a pack of cigarettes. Method yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> they drink it alone. It. How do you know they get sick? You uh, watch them until they get. Yep. I mean, you watch them from across the. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, they pound rum till they're sick, and then they gotta pump the bilge till their puke's gone. <laughs> <laughs> My punishment just keeps getting. I mean, more and more. I like it. I I would have not quite that gross of a punishment. But I definitely would make people do the icky tasks that I wouldn't want to take care of, like having to wash dishes that have been soaking in water with all the food and not be able to wear any gloves. So you have to touch all of the wet food and gross stuff off the plates. And then the ship's moving around, so it's just going to slosh all over you. Mm. Would not be you, a fun You really time. think they washed dishes on, on the ship? <laughs> they better. I don't think so. Well, on my seawater. ship, dishes dip will them in be seawater. washed. <laughs> <laughs> they let the fishes clean them if they, if they just dip them in the ocean long enough. Well, in the middle of a squall, like one of the ones we were just in, you bring all the dishes above decks and they get kind of drenched and you bring them back down. Oh, that's a good idea. Mm, yeah. Easy yeah. peasy. Yeah. yeah. It's like driving we're through good. a car wash with your windows open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you need to take a shower. <laughs> Well, I'm a little worried what our actual captain is going to have the punishment be. <laughs> well, I think for small crimes, one of the tasks could be going through every single plank and ensuring there's exactly four nails in every plank at minimum. Every plank. Practical. <laughs> and they cannot sleep until they're done. Of course, Captain Haley picks a counting task. Uh, they also have to replace them, but also that's a lot of hands on knee. Like you're on your hands and knees, like crawling around the ship. Like that's not good. That like is painful. It sounds like it's not a big deal, but like hours and hours of that is painful. Pro tip: speed run by just pounding an extra nail into every board. Ooh, that's not allowed. You can sink the ship if you punish enough people like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I think I think you could also punish people by um, having them basically do like you know wall wall squats but giving them a whole bucket of water and tell them they can't spill anything and if they do then you know you could like hit their arms or something and have them go again uh did you guys want to know about some other games that like actually happened because i i found out about these and and i say games because they call anything that wasn't like walking plank marooning Hanging and flogging like humiliation games but that's where i was going can't take mine oh okay 
Okay, what's yours? I have a couple. The, okay, for, go, for go. like petty crimes. As we've met, like everybody on this boat has some sort of like surname nickname. Petty crimes, you get a shitty nickname. Oh, everybody on the boat has to call you it. Oh, these are still very nice. Like what you're saying is still nice. Yeah, but that's petty okay. crime. Okay, continue. You see, scale it up. Yeah. Then if you do really good for the day, you become the prank master. If if you're getting a moderate punishment, you're the pranky. Oh. The prank master gets to prank the pranky and can enlist the help of as many members of the crew as they want. Mm. That sounds great. The, the prank can't kill them, but should be a malicious prank. Like mercury in their What's drinking water. What's a malicious water. prank? Crucifixion. <laughs> Steve. Like a, a, malicious, a malicious prank that wouldn't kill them would be like, you put, you put like nasties in their bed and then they go into their bed and it's like oh there's bilge spiders in here mm. oh, those pesky bilge spiders the the final one mm -hmm. is one that everyone can enjoy right it's called shark bait <laughs> <laughs> this is for the bad crimes you get the strongest people on the ship to uh hold the person over the water with like a with like a pulley mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you chum the water yep you you anchor for the night you chum the water and you dip them, and it's dependent on how much how much the rest of the crew actually likes them as to whether or not they don't get eaten. <laughs> you, you, That's a good you, one. The punishment That's ranges really from, one. from yeah. like one to ten dunks. I, let, let's let's do that one. That's that's a good in the one. future. Yeah. yeah, let's do that one in the future. That's something everybody loves to watch. Yeah, yeah. Everybody just, takes their takes their rations, comes out on yeah. the deck to watch that. It's it's dinner and a show. Yeah. Did you guys want to hear the the games? The games because yours are pranks. Those are fun pranks. Yeah, except for that oh, the last one is. is yeah, uh, that, that, and we're gonna we're gonna use that one. I thought you were I gonna like go with uh, like the horse dragging, but just the ship version of just like tying them out the back. That's actually fun. I don't know if you've ever done that. I mean, if it's not moving fast, it's fun. True. Yeah, maybe that's too enjoyable. But yeah, that's... yeah. So some of the games uh, or humiliations um, are such as blooding and sweating. That is called. Uh, that is where you make a captive just run between a line of sailors who have sail needles to jab the victim as they pass. Uh, so they just have to try and dodge. I got um, those. That's a fun game. <laughs> what a fun game. Uh, there's another one where the victim was also usually after being jabbed and playing blooding and sweating, they're then shoved into a barrel full of cockroaches. Oh. Why we have a whole barrel, I'm not sure, but well, just you collect there. them over time. They're just there. For, yeah. for the bit, you collect for this. Them. <laughs> a softer alternative, though, was to make the victim run endlessly around the main mast. The point of a cutlass was used to persuade the victim to keep on running till they collapsed from exhaustion because it was curved the same way as the main mast. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So you just put your cutlass there and have them whoosh, around and around and around. Huh. So that does sound horrific, and I was thinking about that until I read that it was a real thing, and then I want to read it as a real thing. But that was one of mine was like nonstop running around in circles because both dizzying that's got to mess with your head a lot. Plus yeah. being on the that's water, too. exhaustion. Mm -hmm. Oh, that reminds me of another good one: dizzy rope. Oh, tell me more. You, you tie them up, and then the crew cranks them around the mast a bunch of times, oh. and then you push them and let them go. <laughs> These are good ideas. Let's yeah. yeah, keep going with these. I'll keep these in mind for the future. <laughs> I, I'm surprised no one said just like making them run up and down the the, the sail, the, the the rigging, basically. Yeah, that, I mean, 
that's just kind of your job already. (laughs) It would be brutal. A lot of the stuff I feel like is like an endurance challenge, which sucks, but you know, you can have a well-conditioned crew. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like that, uh, blooding and sweating the beginning of that at least is a a really good way to practice your, um, aerobatic, uh, acrobatics, acrobatics, aerobics. Thank you. Aerobics and acrobatics, yeah. <laughs> acupuncture skills. Well, yeah, gotta, for the crew. The crew yeah. should be great at acupuncture. Yeah, you got to really dodge those little needles coming yeah. at you. I got 30. I'll pass them out. I got like 30. Ooh. You know yeah, what? Yeah, that's right. The we'll five get, Ds we'll of blood okay. and sweating. So maybe. If you've got 30 of them, we'll get 15 people on one side, 15 people on the other side, and give each of them the needles. What about, all right, so what shanked. about, <laughs> if, if you don't have enough needles, you just have glass shards. And then they have yeah, to hold yeah. the gla- yeah, they, you hold the glass shards mm-hmm. out. I think sharp. Yeah. <laughs> I, l- I like where once they get to the other side, they have to take a rum ration. Then they run back. <laughs> then they have to take a rum <laughs> ration. <laughs> then they run the other way and they have to take a rum ration. Until they can't run anymore. Mm. And once they start straying to the sides. Oh, yeah. Then they're just going to be poked above. Then they're oh. in Besmara's hands. <laughs> I thought of another one. Rusty Rain. You just have them run around the main deck while people up in the sails drop cannonballs. <laughs> Rusty Rain. <laughs> Rusty Rain sounds like a Rage of Elements spell. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that would make it so difficult for the guy who's got to go around on his hands and knees and check all the nails in the board. Yeah, you don't want to be doing that at the same time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that also sounds like a punish. After every cannonball. <laughs> really going to punish the ship what on it- that one. We're really good at this. Yeah. What if you. <laughs> what if you strap the guy to one of the cannons? And just like had him, he had to be like on it while you were firing it. <laughs> He's just getting jostled violently. <laughs> Cannon jockey. <laughs> He's going to have tinnitus like, forever. It's like oh, a that's how you get rid of a ki- yeah. kidney stone on the water. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> kidney stone treatment. Instead, because you can't have a roller coaster yeah. on the water. <laughs> they call it the Misty Mountain of the Sea. <laughs> <laughs> Nature's Disney World. Well, I like these punishments. I think uh, there'll be something to think about. Yeah, I'm making a note in my captain's log. You're already keeping a captain's log? <laughs> Obviously. Don't get caught with that. <laughs> captain's log. Do not get caught with a secondary captain's log. <laughs> it's okay, because I have in small words on top, soon to be. <laughs> that's I don't think that makes it much that's better. That's way worse. That's worse. <laughs> Quick tip. And I know there's no lawyers, but don't keep evidence of a mutiny <laughs> on you on, in your possession. Well, as long as long as you say like for reference only, for, uh, yeah, only printed yeah. copies. Yeah. Yeah. I can't get you on parody. Just jokes. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> if I were capped by OJ Simpson, <laughs> I'm going to take over the ship in Minecraft. <laughs> in Minecraft. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, I do believe this is a group hero point episode because it's oh. 12. Mm-hmm. So everybody add a hero point. Yeah. Quick trade proposal. Yeah. You receive three of my hero points. I receive one hero card. Sounds good. Same oh, proposal. Which, which brings me to a thought that I've been churning because of the aforementioned Good cards don't do anything anymore with the new hero point rules. Mm-hmm. And I think this, you know, I may I may explain it on uh, Stoke Curse. I think this is how I want to do these hero cards from now on. Good hero cards. If you play one before you roll, 
it automatically increases the degree of success for the check by one. Ooh. Ooh. If you play it after the roll, it adds five. Oh, I like that. Okay. Bad hero cards do the same thing, but to me in reverse. Ooh. So make the degree of success for a check that I have to make one worse before you know my result, or give me a minus five after you know what I rolled. I like that. And I've also changed the middle one because that makes the middle one weak. So the middle one is you get to roll a D30 for an entire round of combat or for three checks if you're not in combat. Ooh. Yes. That is nice. Oh, that's good. Chris, you have gotten the bear, which is the true neutral hero card of strength. Oh. Did anyone else? Me. Anyone else trading? Haley, you have the hidden truth, which is the lawful good card of intelligence. So you have a good hero card, Chris, you have a neutral hero card. Remember those new rules because it might make hero cards a little bit more enticing, although I know you all want Besmaro's blessing. I at least want one time do I want Besmaro's blessing. No more trades? I only have two hero points right now. Okay. Well, these hero points and subsequent hero cards come from Glenbob509. Whether you hoard this like a pirate or spend it like a gambler, I hope it will bring you joy. Just keep your plants watered and your timbers shivered, and soon all the shackles will know your name. Thank Beautiful. you. Mm-hmm. Bob. So when last we left our heroes, they completed another round of daily activities without resting, and then had a reckoning at Bloody Hour, where everyone but Calypso was punished. Wit spectacularly failed at cooking an already tired and starving crew dinner, unedible even, and so was sent to eight hours in the sweat box. There were murmurings amongst the crew when Kaya was punished as she had rescued one of their crewmates from the ocean not half a day before, and... She was punished more severely than the rest of the group uh, under the pretense that she damaged the main mast with her harpoon. Finally, Albear spoke up, and Mr. Plug somewhat sadistically suggested that, fine, instead of lashes, why don't you two fight until one of you is no longer standing? And so, begrudgingly, Albear one-two punched Kaya knocking her unconscious on the deck. Finally, Wit was relieved from the sweat box not a moment too soon by Ambrose, who had taken his lashes and gone unconscious against the mast himself. He brought Wit to the rest of the crew's sleeping quarters and nursed them back to a bit of health uh, before limping away back to the kitchen. And that's where we find the group in the early hours of the morning, trying to sleep off 48 hours of difficult activities and even more difficult punishments. One thing I want to note, I believe I may have misspoke last episode about the fatigue specifically. So the way that this 
I know it's kind of confusing because we're stacking fatigue. The way the fatigue works is if you have that secondary stack of fatigue, you wake up still fatigued, but you still get the benefits in terms of being able to reprepare your spells, being able to uh, gain hit points, etc., of a night's rest. The second day you sleep, you remove the fatigue entirely as long as you have not gained a new level of fatigue. That drain comes off when you have fully removed the fatigue. So anyone that was fatigued going to sleep that had two levels of fatigue is still fatigued in the morning, but only has one level of fatigue. Okay. Wit, you did not get a chance to sleep. Okay. They have the fatigued condition when they wake up then. Did you have any drain? No. Okay. Then I am going to need you and only you, because you did not sleep, to make one more fortitude save. Ho, oh, ho, ho. And with a natural 20 on the die, it's going to be a 26. It must be one of those uh, one of those psychedelic frogs. Stimulant frog. <laughs> Stimulant. Uh, yeah. Uh, critical success, not fatigued. Or not further fatigued, so you're only at that second level of fatigue with no drain. You're in the quarters. The bell has not quite rung yet, but I think at this point you're starting to get used to the timing and you're not waking up exactly when it rings. So uh, you each kind of wake up in your respective cots and that's where we find you. Kaya sits up and takes a moment to stretch her sore muscles, probably check tenderly a few, few spots she has bruises on and she looks around to the rest of the party slowly waking up. How are you all feeling this morning? A little better after some rest? I I be fine, but wit. How be you? I feel like I've been dried like a tomato out in the sun. I gotta at least get some salve or something today. I'm dry. My skin is so dry, but. Ambrose was able to uh, pull me out late last night. But I think uh, I think there's bigger issues at, at play here. Do you think that is the end of your punishment? Are you going to be back in the kitchen today? As far as I know, unless I'm told otherwise, I'm certainly going to go back. Be careful up there, Vit. They will not take failure lightly a second time. It behoove you to work as hard as you can today. No doubt. I I saw how the how the crew was looking at these juicy frog legs. Yes, Great. it could be if you fail to produce a menu yet again, you become it. So be wary, my friend. Grady rolls out of bed, his back sore and aching still too. His old muscles. I I think there's punishment enough for all of us in our future to worry about. And me heart breaks for you lot which are taking this this journey as your maiden voyage aboard a pirate ship. This 
oppressive environment runs contrary to the well-being of free folk aboard a vessel. And I hate that this is your, perhaps not your first, but at least your main exposure to the life of a pirate. It weren't mine this way, I'll tell you that. And I'm a better man for it. Mr. Tackett, I think my experience has quite mirrored yours. This is the foulest experience I have ever had on a pirate ship. Every time I have sailed before, we have been in under better accommodations, even though we were trying to accomplish the same goal, still privateering the seas. There are better ways to do it. This ship is quite poorly managed. This isn't my first time facing tyranny, but I would also agree this is definitely the worst. But now I have Besmara on my side, and I have all of you as well. We can get through this together. Maybe not today or tomorrow, but we're making more friends here, and we're getting stronger, even if we're more tired. Why? <laughs> and from the murmurings above decks last night, I think we got more than that behind us. I think the sentiment of the crew is shifting in our favor. Hold on. I think that a, a big moment is coming. Oh. We are turning the tides. I can feel those winds blowing. Winds of change. Right. However, in the meantime, we must continue our daily activities. We must be the uh, compliant crew. Plug, Mr. Scourge, perhaps even Mr. Harrigan himself are going to know that we are not pleased with the way things shaped up yesterday. They are going to look for an excuse to do it again. They are going to look for us to act emotionally with passion and make mistakes. Mistakes that are going to get one or more of us hurt or more or one of us killed. We can continue to do all the things that we want to do, but do not give them a reason yet. Ah, yes. My, uh... If we're more subtle with our actions, then they'll have less reason to take their anger out on us. And that will look poorly I... on their on their side. And the more the picture of a perfect sailor we are when they punish us, the more the attitudes of the crew will turn against them. Precisely. As your conversation lulls, you do hear the bell above decks signaling work. Many of you are still tired. Although, all of you save wit. I actually think during this conversation you could probably heal wit to full as well with a flask and maybe a um, lay on hands or maybe just a lay on hands. I'm not sure how far wit's down. Grady will certainly offer with the flask if he wants it. Well, as we are talking about increasing our influence with the rest of the crew, I I might just use a use the the condition that use the state that I'm in to uh, take a trip to to Stitch. Actually, I think I think I might be able to. You know, sway him over to our side a little bit. 
Yes, I am sure he will be ready to lend you his ear after you did not give him dinner last <laughs> night. <laughs> Maybe bring a snack with you. That might help. Oh, I'm looking like quite a snack. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you looking at, bud? <laughs> Wit's uh, apparent uh, plan here is just to seduce their way into everyone's Hell <laughs> <laughs> oh, <hell> yes. <laughs> Playing that ranger Somehow, like a bard. Not the bard. <laughs> well, alrighty. Yeah, as you climb to the main deck, you notice something you haven't seen in a couple of days. A cloudless sky and sun shining down on the deck. In fact, any remnants of strong wind from this storm have passed you also notice that the ship is not moving make a perception check ooh 20 for Grady 10 for Kaya 26 for Wit 15 Calypso and we're looking at a 14 for Atlas everyone can notice the water is very light blue here and you can even make out in kind of the misty and sun shimmering distance uh, some islands and Wit and Grady notice about 100 yards or so from the ship's current position There appears to be this kind of dark shape in the water that that spans another hundred yards or so in multiple directions. I'd allow a nature check or a survival check here, or even a sailing lore. Oh. You see that out there, Wit? Yeah, come across that before. Can you make sense of it? I don't... Let me take just a closer look. I'm not sure exactly what that is. What'd you 13 get? total. Ooh, 19 for Grady. Clipso does not recall anything like this in her recent history. <laughs> With a seven. <laughs> Losing your memory might do that. Do you guys point it out for the rest of us to see? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, then Kaya gets a 21 with sailing lore. Ooh. I think Kaya and Grady have likely both seen this before on uh, one voyage or another. As you kind of look closer at it, you can see that it's not actually just a dark blob. It looks like there are vibrant colors beneath the surface. You think it's a rather expansive reef out there. You also notice that the ship is anchored. As you approach uh, for your tasks, Scourge looks at the group of you and nods down. And you see at his feet four big lobster pots. Well, first nice day after the storm, most of the crew's gonna be relaxing and doing some maintenance. Not you lot, though. (laughs) 
Cam's decided that since we didn't get dinner last night, we should have something nice to eat tonight. So I'm sending a lot of you out to the reef beyond there. These pots better come back full of lobster. Aye, sir. It'll be good having something to fill our bellies with, especially a lobster or two. Oh, I'm thinking about it now. Guys, lobsters in deep water, we're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's lobster that, it's not the clawed lobster, it's the kind that had the spined lobster. Oh, spiny lobster, I know what you're talking about. Yep. I that thought we were getting race. set up for failure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for pointing that out. Uh, Wit might have known that, but Brooks definitely didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not Maine lobster. It's uh, Caribbean lobster. Well, get out there then. Is he like pointing at a rowboat? Are we going to swim over there? <laughs> like, what's the what's the logistics <laughs> he does here? Not point at a rowboat. All right, so we're swimming to the reef. Yeah. How's everybody's uh, swim speed looking? Um, I th- uh, non-existent. Yeah, yeah. That when when Grady hops in the water, he looks a little bit more agile than in the water you expect. He's got a ten-foot swim speed. Well, that's because nice. your bones are no longer slowing you down with all with the weight of your body. <laughs> it's like uh, you know, isn't that Old water people love aerobics? To go swim. Yeah, yeah, water aerobics. Yeah, what do you do? Put a couple of air bladders and clips oh. those <laughs> Perfect. Honestly, you might no, keep your Honestly, it could work. You could just walk around the bottom. That would be advantageous. Yeah. Oh, I was. I don't. I don't think because I don't. I don't eat or drink, so I don't know if I breathe. Right. I don't have lungs, so I should be able to just drop down. A- In fact, I might be a great call at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, skeletons. Would be it by their former life force or uh, whatever, uh, must still hold their breath and still are at risk of going unconscious from being underwater. Uh, you can flavor that however you want, but yep. perhaps your prior life had you conditioned to uh, not being able to exist underwater and the pool of that, um, that former consciousness basically creates like a mental block for you where uh, you know the the only thing I would say is that when if, if you because you're not immune to going unconscious but like the final save for drowning is a death effect which you're immune to right so you'd be unconscious at the bottom of the ocean but unlike the rest of the folks that actually need to breathe uh, you can't be impacted by that death effect, mm. so you just kind of be there. Your recovery would be extremely difficult. Yeah. Bring her up bone by bone. That's a terrifying fate. Uh, I got a swim speed of 10 feet, and I got the warp step cantrip, so I'm gonna get up to 15 Nice. Feet. Nice. nice. As, as Wit jumps in, though, you will notice that they are able to stay underwater quite a bit longer than than normal so they Ooh, can nice. they can hold you that going for you which is nice that's what i was going to ask uh steve is uh can you cast the warp step cantrip underwater do you just lose all your air when you do so 
Well, I didn't think I was going underwater. Oh, you're just kind of at the yeah. surface. Yeah. You guys can yeah, swim. Yeah. Okay. And you do notice today is very calm. Oh, so I actually don't require any checks to get out to the reef. All right. Wow, really? Yeah, it's um, it's calm enough that it's it'd be like the untrained standard DC, which doesn't require checks for doesn't require athletics checks to get out there. Um, now, if you were under duress or something, it'd be a DC ten. All right, ten but, high. You know, a, a lot of a lot of the group is moving along relatively quickly, maybe helping. Calypso and Wit, uh, <laughs> who are moving a bit slower, but even, I mean, even with with the untrained, you're able to move uh, five feet plus uh, five feet for every twenty feet of land speed you have. So essentially, you're kind of moving Same almost pace, at pace. Yeah. It's just you know because you don't have to check, make a check right now. That's kind of the difference between the uh, swim speed and your speed for now. So you're all able to swim out there and you do see this gorgeous reef underneath of you and it's teeming with life. There are all kinds of fish that, you know, when you dive down, you recognize as indigenous to the shackles, some like bright angel and parrot fish. And um, you do see like along the bottom and in the encrustations of the coral uh, urchins and even like an eel or two slithers by. What I'm going to need for the purposes of catching lobsters is a perception or survival check to spot them, followed by an athletics check to actually swim down and catch them. Mm. Can I just hold the pots? You do Can have an we? extra. You have an <laughs> extra. You could, you could just hold the. You bots. have an extra cage with you. <laughs> point out the spots. I do have a whole cage. Can we spots. tag team this so like one person observes and points out where it is, and then another person swims down and grabs it? You could tag team it, but you know you'll go a little slower than if you were all just hunting on your own. I don't have a great perception, but I do have a good athletics. I have plus five. I have a plus five perception and a minus one athletics. I'm at same skills, plus four, plus four. I think I'm going to go solo. Again, it doesn't hurt to do your own rolls because it's, you know, you're, you're not, you're not drowning here. <laughs> you're just, yeah. you know, failing to swim down. But if you feel like there's an advantageous combo where somebody's perception's better and somebody's athletics is better and you want to act together, you could do that. I feel like... I I am not so much better than Kaya that it makes sense for me to be. With yeah, Kaya. I have a plus three to perception, so plus seven and plus six for wit. So yeah, you're gonna be the mm-hmm. best lobster capture of, of us all. Yeah, we're counting on you, bud. I'm plus five, plus four. Why don't we just go around? Uh, so we'll start with uh, Atlas, and then we'll kind of go around the horn. All right, perception check. Here we go. Atlas gets a six. Uh, you <laughs> Total. Get, you get distracted by all... You see kind of like a group of starfish on mm-hmm. the bottom, like right below you. Yep. And 
you maybe haven't spent as much time in the ocean as everyone else, and so the way that they actually move is intriguing to you because oh. they're like really weird. I I think that kind of tracks. Maybe you know the starfish or any other sort of weird alien to him nautical creature. He's of an inquisitive scholarly mind that if he sees some sort of I mean, underwater is essentially another planet, even here on Earth. Like, it, the creatures are completely different. The ecosystem is is alien. So he'll see something like that and just be enraptured. Yeah. I do want to note that the, the water is crystal clear. So visibility mm. is not an issue. Uh, and everywhere on the reef is between 5 and 30 feet deep. So it, it's not going to make a difference for your swim check whether it's five or 30, you know, because you're basically using your athletics is, is to catch the, the lobster, but um, but it's it's deep enough where you all have to swim here for the most part. Why don't we go with uh, Grady? Okay, perception check here to spot a lobster. Ooh, 20. Grady, you do, in fact, spot one kind of nestled in a, uh, like, behind one of those big fan corals that's swaying in the current. Why don't Ah, you give me a... Thanks. Come here, you cheeky little fella. Ooh, only a 10 total. With a 10, uh, what you don't notice as you swim down to get it is that these spined lobsters do, in fact, have spines, and it, like, flicks at you and startles you, uh, not doing any damage, but it's enough for it to kind of like skitter into a hidey hole in the coral, and it becomes pretty much inaccessible for you. God damn it, I'm so hungry. Let's get perception or survival from Calypso. Okay, 17 on the die for perception for 22. Oh yeah, Calypso, you see one like going between two banks of coral on the sandy bottom. Okay, okay. Athletics? Yes. All right, my minus one. Let's see how I go. Uh, eight minus one is seven. Yeah, with a seven, uh, you you don't make it down to the bottom before it, it has already scuttled away. Yeah, my bones are hollow. It's difficult to get down there. Yep. Yeah. Got to put some weights on you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go over to Wit. Perception it is. Oh, terrible roll. Oh. Uh, nine total. Yeah, you're you're not finding anything. Uh, you maybe get caught up in a school of like minnow-like fish and are blocked from seeing the coral for a minute. Feels like home, but I'm sorry to say that it's been a long time since I've been home. Kai, okay, let's see if uh, if anyone oh, can boy. get lobster. Oh, with a five on the perception check. All right, let's team up, guys. Yeah, so again, uh, with that perception check, you're... I, I think you end up having to ask what what exactly you're looking for. Mm. Um, and it takes you a minute before, like, Calypso can point out one of the spiny lobsters for you to realize oh that's that's what I was looking for I was looking at uh, why don't y'all roll me a perception check and then we'll uh, we'll resolve any athletics that comes of it okay oh dear we're pooling our efforts now motherfucker that's a nine total ooh yes 
A 22. 11. 23. 26. We spot a whole nest of them. A whole school of lobsters. A lobster academy. (laughs) You see the spiny lobster migration pattern, which does go in a single file line of many lobsters. (laughs) I had to Google what a spiny lobster was, guys. They travel in straight lines to hide their numbers. A group of them is called a pod. No way, that's cute. Oh. Yeah, apparently they go in straight line migration. Have you guys ever caught or like tried to catch crayfish? Yeah, and they yeah, swim backwards. Uh, I mean, crawfish. They're yeah. so sneaky. Why don't you guys go ahead and use those perception checks? No, for no. initiative. Oh. As you see a couple shapes, not unlike lobsters, but much bigger than lobsters, start to close in on your location. Wait, this that's going to be a great dinner. Yes. And let me. Uh, let me show you a picture of these guys. Oh. Do you think one claw feeds one person or two people? Wow. They look like big old, like, long catfish, but with, like, lobster claws for hand, for two hands. All right. Hear me out on this. Lobster combined with eel combined with Chinese mm-hmm. dragon. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Because it has those, like, antenna that come back and curl over kind of like the Chinese dragon uh, like parade things. So the first creature, the one furthest north to everyone is going to swim down to Kaya and is going to attempt to strike out at Kaya. This formation right now where uh, Calypso is in the middle and uh, each of you are on the corner of my square is is really good for me as I <laughs> you you can't you can't play your uh, your instrument underwater oh I, I mean like yeah I could you just can't hear it oh this is the first time we're playing aquatic Ooh. combat rules so Kaya does a 17 hit it just hits unfortunately all right Take a little damage here. That is six points of damage, and I need you to make me a fortitude save. Oh, this fatigue is really bringing me down. <laughs> Any chance this fatigue has the water trait? <laughs> this, uh, fortitude save, this fortitude save? It does not. It does have the poison tag. Oh, that might be good to know for other people. Only a 13. Good for me. Looks like a failure, so you are going to move to stage one of this poison. Now, what I did learn the other day is that poisons are meant to be tracked on your turn. Hmm, okay. So on your turn, you're going to take a bit of damage and be enfeebled one. Ooh, okay. Next, it is going to attempt to grab you. It's not going to take any map for this because it has the grab ability. Does a 21 beat your fortitude DC? Yes, it does. Then it is going to constrict you. Oh, no. Need another fortitude (laughs) save. A little better this time. That's a 20. 
Okay, so you're going to take half of this damage as it constricts you. Uh, so four damage halved is two. And that is the creature's turn. Now that we're moving to a combatant, let's talk a little bit about the aquatic combat rules. So, you guys are all right now at the surface of the water. That's all well and good. You are flat-footed in water unless you have a swim speed. So those of you without a swim speed are off guard right now. You gain resistance five to acid and fire. You take a minus two circumstance penalty to melee slashing or bludgeoning attacks that pass through water. Ranged attacks that deal bludgeoning or slashing damage automatically miss if the attacker or target is underwater and piercing ranged attacks made by an underwater creature or against an underwater target have their range increments halved. You can't cast fire spells or use actions with the fire trait underwater. And uh, some ground-based actions, such as if you had like mountain stance as a monk and you're floating in the water, wouldn't work. Now, when you're in combat, you must, like you would while flying, take an action to swim every turn, or else you will sink 10 feet. If you're a character that has a swim speed, that's fine. All you gotta do is take a move action. If you're a character that does not have a swim speed, you have to beat an athletics DC of my choosing, which is essentially, as I've said before, this is uh, very calm water, the DC is 10. You have to make an athletics DC, or a, a check at an athletics DC of 10 in order to move and use your swim action. If you critically succeed, you get to move 10 feet plus 5 feet per 20 feet of land speed you have. If you succeed, you get to move 5 feet plus 5 feet per 20 feet. And if you critically fail, you, um, I believe you sink. Let me double check. If you critically fail, you make no progress, and if you're holding breath, you lose one round of air. I believe even on a fail, while you wouldn't be able to move, you would have used an action to swim, and that would keep you at the level that you're at. It's only if you critically fail that uh, you start to sink, or if you don't take a swim action at all. I'll have those rules up for us to reference as we get through this first aquatic combat. Well, first, I guess we did have the shark. Um, <laughs> But uh, that's the that's the gist of it. With that, it is Wit's turn. All right. Well, first action they will take is to move five feet, which will require will an athletics require check. Athletics to get closer to the reef claw that is closest to them. And a 13 on the die brings it to 19. Should be good. Yep, you can easily move up to 10 feet. So they move five feet. Hunt prey action. And then I don't believe that they need to do anything else. Move yeah. hunt prey and attack. With their trident. So that is a piercing weapon. Perfect. No penalty. Oh, baby. 20? 20 is a hit. Perfect. Yeah. 
Remember to add your precision damage. Mm -hmm. Oh, not bad. 14 total. Fantastic damage there. Uh, You look like you've seriously weakened this thing. It is now the agreeable Reef Claw's turn, who is going to move over to Grady. Uh Uh-oh. Attempt a claw attack that is a 20 to hit. Yeah, that hits. It's going to be seven points of damage. Oh, man. With all my drain, that's like half my health. And I'm going to need you to make me a fortitude save. Uh-oh. Okay, 16 total. Okay, so you will start taking some poison on your turn. Oh, no. Then the attack has grab, so it is going to attempt an athletics check against you. That's only an 11 against your fortitude DC. shouldn't do it. It's close. <laughs> oh, no. <Uh-oh. laughs> uh, but that is its turn. It is the aloof reef claw that is up in, while Wit is up in its face, it is going to strike at Wit. Oh, yeah. Oof. Ow. That is a... 27 to hit. That does, but that does trigger a reaction. Toxic skin, if it applies to this creature. Do you leave a cloud of, like, toxicity around you in the water? Like, you know, people who have the sunscreen that's not safe (laughs) for water. Is that you? (laughs) So was the 27 a hit or a crit? Critical hit. Okay, so uh, here's the crit. Well, do reactions... Yeah, the, your, this reaction has to happen in response to being hit by something, so the hit mm-hmm, will happen. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be 12 points oh, of damage. Boy. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Uh, Ouch. Ow. Now remember, you were you were healed before you came into this. We discussed that Okay, already. okay. Yeah, I mean, if Wit knew that they were going to be, uh, they they weren't going to be able to be on the ship and go to, go to Stitches, for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you drank some of the flask, got yourself up. Now it looks like I need to make a fortitude save and you need to make a fortitude save. Yes. So your fortitude save is in chat. Oh. Looks like we both failed. Uh, so why don't you give me that damage? Oof. That is a one. Which killed yes. us. Oh, yes! My God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, however, you are poisoned. Yeah. So we'll deal with that on your turn. Unfortunately, the, the poison hide does not give any resistances to poison. Okay, so Grady, you're poisoned right now. Yes. So I think I want to delay until after Calypso goes. Okay, sure. Kaya, you are poisoned. It is your turn. So you become enfeebled one. All right. And you take two points of poison damage. Ouch. And she is currently grabbed by this creature, correct? She is currently grabbed by this creature. With it holding her, does she still need to take an action to stay afloat and swim? Would we both sink? 
Um, I think you wouldn't move unless it moves. You know what I mean? Because you're grabbed by it. Okay, okay. So if you don't break out of the grapple and it stays where it is, you're not going to sink. Catch my drift? Because you're out yeah. in its hand. So it's got to make a swim to stay where it is. No, she's caught in your drift. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. All right. So yeah, I'd say you could, you know, use all three actions without swimming and it's, it has you where it has okay. you. Okay, perfect. Kaya strikes out with her beak, trying to wedge it uh, close to where the arm meets the body to get it to, well, to really just do some piercing damage. Okay. Ooh, that is a 25. 25 is a hit. Awesome. Nice. That is seven points of damage. All right. Kaya's going to attack... One more time. Oh, or do I try to break out? Kaya's going to attack one more time again with the beak. Oh, with only a 17. That's a miss. Darn. Anything else you would like to do? Yeah, to break out. That would be... It's going to be impacted yeah. by map, so it's going to be at a minus 10. So that's probably not going to happen in... But since you're held in place and above the water, you know, something like a lay on hands is possible. Since you're not actively holding your breath. Kaya would like to help heal someone else, but she can't move. You gotta do yourself. So she's yeah. gonna keep herself up. Final final action. She coos softly and heals. Okay. I like the idea of the burble of a coup underwater. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next in the order is Calypso. So I need to use an action to stay afloat, correct? Yes. So am I afloat my whole turn? You're afloat your whole turn. You start to sink if you end your turn without making a swim action. Just want to make sure I'm afloat my whole turn. That's all. So I can start my, <laughs> my stuff. All right. Well, with that in mind, good news for everyone here is uh, the Tidewind Bellows. My instrument is made from the sea, so I should be good. Ooh. It won't, won't be damaged, and I don't think I would have actually gone without it because it's literally made of seaweed um, <laughs> in parts. Uh, so I think that means that I will be casting a Lingering Composition and Inspired Courage. Give me a 14 on the die for a 21 performance check. Yep, that's good for a linger. Oh, beautiful, just in case I sink. Look at that. All right, and then I'll cast that Inspire Courage. Here you go if you want to go ahead and throw that on yourself. And that'll be, uh, what, three rounds then that you'll have it. Guaranteed, whether I sink or don't. Um, So that's good. That's one action in total. Maybe my second action will be to gather one dagger in my hand. Okay. And then I will... Well, wait, is a rapier... That's piercing. That? Piercing. I will, I will I will. instead draw my rapier. That's, that'll be what I draw. And then um, last action will be try to stay afloat. Okay, give me an athletics check. Okay. Natural 20! You can move... Uh, yeah. 19. Look at that. 
move 10 feet if you want to. I really don't. Okay, then you're just afloat. Yeah, I just wanted to stay up so I could continue to give my song to people. Sounds good. It is now Grady's turn. Okay, now with my Inspire Courage on, I'm ready to rock. I gotta gotta take damage and stuff. Yes, so you are going to take free poison damage and become Enfeebled 1. Ooh, yikes. That is rough. Oh, okay. So I know I'll need to take an action to swim. I could exploit vulnerability because they're both the same type and then take an action out, but I'm worried about staying up, especially in water. It's scary. So I might ignore that for now. I think I'm going to swim out up 10 feet here. Okay. And then my ship nails normally have a range of 20 feet. It's 10 feet now. So I am going to target the one that Kai has been attacking with a ship nail. Okay. 13 on the die for a 20. That's a hit. Oh, yeah. I'm using dexterity so Enfeeble doesn't affect my my checks there. I was really worried about that. That's good. Oh, but the damage it will affect. Uh, Seven points of piercing damage total. It's looking really rough. Okay. Swim, attack, and then... My last action, I'm going to take a sip of my flask to get two temporary hit points. Okay. That's my turn. At the bottom of the round, it's Atlas. All right. Atlas is treading water as a snake lower half dude. I don't know if he's just, like, swirling that thing in a little vortex (laughs) below him. Uh, But he's going to tread back about five feet just to put a little distance between that reef claw that Grady just swam away from. And he is going to extend both his arms up. And you can start seeing those glass tornadoes of broken reality or shattered reality start to swirl around both reef claws. Thank as God. He amps up a telekinetic rend. So I'm going to go ahead and cast this spell. And I'm going to need some fortitude saves, one from each of those creatures. And remind me, just because I don't know Psychic at all, amping isn't an action, right? It's just Free a focus action. point. Yeah, focus point, of course. All right, well, I can give you those fortitude saves. Let's see how I do. So the one that Kaya is in combat with gets a natural oh, point. Oh, no! That's the one I wanted to clean up! And the other one gets a 21. Ugh! Fuck this. All right. Yeah, this is this is going to be pathetic. Um, so you're going to take on one of them half of six damage to the virtually untouched one. Cool. Let's keep it moving. Top of the second round. Top of the second round. It is the glamorous Reef Claw who still has Kaya in its grasp until the end of its round. So it is going to... I'm going to need you to make another fortitude save, Kaya. Uh-oh. As the claw clamps down around you. That claw is getting tight, but she's pretty muscly. That's a 25. So you take half of one point of bludgeoning damage. It then strikes at you with its other claw with a natural one and then is going to try and maintain the grapple with its existing claw 
this will be at map. 13 against your fortitude DC. <gasps> That's not a success. Okay, so it loses its grasp on you, and you are freed from the grapple. Yes. Yay. Nice. Next in the order is Wit. All right. I don't feel so good, so if anybody's got some some sort of healing, that would be nice. But I'm going to try to take care of this one in front of Clips, so. Well, I think we got to do one thing before that, because you were That's poisoned. right. So, let's see. I need okay. you to, uh, well, I don't need you to make a save right now. I need you to take four points of poison damage, and you are enfeebled one. Yikes, that is really bad. Do you have battle medicine? I do not. So first things first, Wit is going to try to stay afloat, or I guess uh, swim closer to the reef claw. Okay. Oh, would you look at that? Natural 20 for 25. Dang. Okay. That means you can move up to 15 feet. Ooh. And they do. 15 feet. You can move to be next to the reef claw if That's you want. That's true. But the reef claw goes next, I believe. So you maybe don't want to be right in front of it. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Very valid. Can you, can you throw a trident? I can. You can throw a trident. It's at its half, half its range. And that's increment. okay. Because it's still a piercing throw And weapon. with a 20-foot range increment, should be not too bad. So they are going to hunt prey for the second action and toss with third, or, uh, yeah, third action. Oh, terrible throw. Yeah, seven isn't going to do it. And the trident kind of plops in the water next to it and sinks to the bottom. It is the agreeable reef claws turn, and it's going to move to flank Kaya. No! Well. It is then going to strike out a Kaya, but with a two on the die... 11 total will not even hit an off-guard Kaya. So it's going to attempt to attack once more. And that is a 15 to hit. Oh, yeah, that just hits with all of my penalties. All right. It's going to deal six points of damage. However, you're already poisoned, so you don't have to worry about that. And unfortunately, the grab tag means I need an extra action to be able to grab you, so I can't grab you with oh, it. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, Spare. So you're just <laughs> flanked by these two reef claws, uh, which is not a good situation to be in ever. Mm-mm. Luckily, it is back to Kaya's turn. Kaya does not like being surrounded by these reef claws. She reels back and stabs out with her beak at the reef claw that was holding her. Okay. That is a 22. 22 is a hit. Yes. That is nine points of damage. Which kills the reef claw, however. Yes. Yes. 
the Reef Claw has a little ability mm. called Death Frenzy. So it's going to strike out at you. Oh, no. With one last gasp. Oh. Ooh. And is going to hit with a 23. Ouch. Yeah, it probably still counts as flanking. Dealing three points of damage. Oh. Kaya's looking really rough. Oh, and I realized I didn't take any poison damage. at the, Was that supposed to be at the start of my so, turn? So we're going to roll a fortitude save now. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. These are reef claws, and we're in a reef. They have home field advantage. <laughs> oh, 24. You are no longer poisoned. Yeah. Yay. Oh, goodness. Oh, Kaya is so, hanging on No, you don't take any poison damage. Okay. God, the, oh, the TikTok God. underwater of that is, all, is scary. Kaya spins around, and she attacks the reef claw that was flanking her. Okay. Again, she strikes out at its head, trying to hit a fleshy part. Oh, but with a four, not going to do it, I think. That does not do it. That was two actions, right? Yeah. Even though you have a swim speed, you will still sink if you don't take a uh, swim action. Got to keep the head above water, so Kaya starts treading. Okie doke. Calypso, it is your turn. Um, I need to soothe one of these two. <laughs> it's just, uh, you're both not looking good. Kaya's no longer poisoned. <laughs> Wit's still poisoned? Yeah, Wit's still yeah, poisoned. Yeah, Wit's gonna go ahead and get soothed. Um, <laughs> Kaya's the one in front of the thing, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go ahead and drag spell effect soothe on. It, it really shouldn't do much because there's not really mental effects, but... It is what it is. And then you get, ooh, six points healing only. It rolled on an eight and passed over to a two. Hey, that's triple his current total, so. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. And then my last action will be trying to keep my head above water. And you guys still have Inspire Courage because it's three full rounds. Uh, Now only two rounds left. And I don't keep my head above water. Uh, you do. The fail is what, or the crit fail is what sinks you. You just Only aren't allowed a crit to move. Fail. Okay. Well, my head is above water, which is good. Do you want to move? She can. I didn't want to be around this thing, but. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah. Grady, you're up. Okay. Grady is going to swim forward five feet to be next to Kaya and within range of this Reef Claw. He's going to target the Reef Claw with a strike, sending a ship nail through the water. 18 to hit. 18 does not hit the Reef Claw. Oh. Okay. Then I think he is going to offer a sip of the flask to Kaya, giving her two temporary hit points to help stave off this uh, this attack. Thank you. And then I'm still poisoned. Yes, so go ahead and give me a... Or let me toss the fortitude save in there for you. 15 total looks like a failure. Yep, so you are now... You take two poison and are enfeebled two. Oh, going down the track. Maybe I could use that health. Or the hip. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. All right. 
That's his turn. All right. Atlas is up next. All right. Kind of treading water in the back of the group. Atlas is going to continue to spend an action just to stay with his torso above the waves. Need to make a decision if I want to do a spell attack or the blender against him. Blender's going to be a fort save. These things do poison, so it's probably pretty good. But then again, these are not easy to hit at this level of an 18 mist. So I think I just got to amp it up and do the, the blender attack again. Burn my other focus point and hope for a low roll. So he does the same actions. He's just going to reconcentrate on the one. I know I got to... I think I have to have to make two tornadoes. I'll just throw one somewhere else. Um, but yeah, let's see a fort save as I cast this right now. Okay. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna unleash my psyche first. All right. Yeah. Get one extra damage. Yeah. Psyche unleashed. That is a 16. Okay. Here we go. Actually, pretty good. That's going to be 13 points of damage as shards of reality oh. twist around this thing and start slicing and dicing it. What all does Unleash Psyche do? I think this is the first time we're seeing it. I've done it before. Okay. Um, but basically, you get a status bonus to the damage equal to double the spells level. I, I only netted a plus one because Inspire Courage is a status bonus. And then I can do my special um, psychic action, but I don't have any, you know, I don't have any actions left to actually do it this gotcha. round. Okay, okay. So. You do kill the Reef Claw. Oh, yes! However, it is going to strike out. Death Frenzy. At who? With its Death Frenzy. Uh, At whomst? I mean, Kaya's got meat on her. That's well, a valid it's point. Picked, it's never picked the bones clean of a of a fish carcass. Maybe it needs more calcium for its shell. Yeah. However, with a natural two, it will miss Kai. Oh, oh yes. my goodness. And these carcasses are just kind of like bobbing on the surface of the water, but we're not quite done yet because uh, I believe Wit is still poisoned and Grady is still poisoned. Yeah. So it is Wit's turn and I need a fortitude save. Oh, and Wit is not feeling better with a 12 total. Yeah, so Wit takes one point of poison damage and is enfeebled two. Um, is there anything Wit wants to do on their turn? Stay above water? Would How far are we from, like, a shore? Like, or, like, the island beach? You guys are 100 yards from okay, okay. the boat <laughs> and probably, like, a couple miles from an island. All right, good to know. Yeah. So they are going to tread water. All right, give me that athletics. Getting harder and harder. Nine. Can't move anywhere, but you can still stay above water. All right. Wit is not looking too too worried, actually, with that. Uh, finds it a little calming, actually. Speak for yourself. <laughs> So that's one action. Are you doing anything else? They can try to do it. Try to do that again. <laughs> Even worse this time. I'm almost scared to uh, try to roll again in case it's a critical fail. <laughs> so, no. 
they are not going to take another action. Just seeing if you could administer first aid. I think the poison thing is longer. None of us have healer's tools. Wit has healer's tools. You do. I do. Okay, treat poison is just an action. And if you've got them, you can oh. just make a medicine. If you're trained in medicine, you can make a medicine check against the DC. If that's a good a good check for you. Then yeah. Oh, and look at that. 15 on the die for 20 total. Uh, so that is a success. So you get a plus two circumstance bonus to the next saving throw against the poison. Nice. It is now Kaya's turn. Kaya does not have any medicinal skills, but she can see that Wit is having some trouble keeping their head above water. So she swims over and will ready in action to grab them and pull them up if they go under. Okay. Calypso. My turn. And, ooh, who's worse off now? Definitely Grady. Okay. All right. A soothe. Come in Grady's way. Although I guess Grady has the chalice, but... Soothe. Come in Grady's way. And that is a 10 for 14 points of healing. I am at full now. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. And now I'm going to try and stay afloat. Can I ask, what does what does your healing look like when you're like casting the spells? Do you have like an image in your mind of kind of like what her casting looks like? I mean, I've described the musical casting, but... Uh-huh. Is, it, is it still kind of musical in nature a bit? Yeah, probably. All right. Well, he's jamming with what you're playing. So then I and then I'm gonna try and stay afloat. That's yep. Athletics. Five. Because it's such a low DC, you're floating. Perfect. Maybe because of those hollow bones. It's Grady's turn, so I need the fortitude save from Grady. All right. Thirteen total. All right. You're gonna take four points of poison damage, and you remain enfeebled two. Okay. Grady is going to swim over to Kaya and say, uh, I know I'm still feeling afflicted, but you're looking hurt and there could be other threats in the water. Take a, take a swig of this. And he will offer you uh, a full drain of the chalice, healing three hit points. Kaya accepts graciously and gives you a nice nod. Thank you. Hi, you're welcome. And so two actions. I think he just kind of wants to stay swimming with the rest of the group. Sure. You know, if he if he starts drowning or dying of poison, he can pull someone down with him. <laughs> Perfect. Atlas. There's not a whole lot that Atlas can contribute to this situation. So he is going to continue to kind of float around, swimming, treading water. But as you all are patching each other up and keeping each other afloat and trying to choke down the poison that's in your gut, Atlas is going to spy the sunken trident and mage hand it back (laughs) into his own hand. Kind of like how we did during the end of the hammerhead shark fight. Um, just making sure that we don't leave that behind. Sure. All right. It's back to Wit's turn. I need a fortitude save, but you do have a plus two circumstance bonus to this. 
All right, much better. 23 total. All right, you move down to stage one, still taking two points of poison damage, but you are now only enfeebled one. All right. It looks like that treat poison is an unlimited duration, so no need to... Uh, But it only affects their next saving throw. So you would need to do it again to get the bonus again. In that case, they are going to do that. And a 16 total. Uh, you don't grant any bonus with a failure. Shock. But it, you don't take any penalty because it's not a crit failure. All right. You could move and try and do it to Grady if you can get the athletics check to move. This oh, you're pretty low. I probably should have healed you with the chalice. Poison, uh, it's making my legs a little queasy, uh, or a, a little jello-like, but if I can reach you over there, oh yeah, you can have some, uh, some of this. Alright, let's get the medicine check. That does succeed. 22 total. Thank you. Kai, I assume you're doing kind of the same thing. Yep. Ready in action for if either of the two near you go down. Yeah, if anyone goes uh, down around her, she's pulling them back up. Calypso, <laughs> anything in your arsenal you want to... Hmm. You'll pull anyone up? Yes. Can I use all three of my actions then? Yes. I have a fallback? <laughs> but then I won't be able to pull Wit or Grady up if they go down. But that's not as... Hopefully That's true. I was just happen. trying to do a soothe and a guidance. I will at least do the soothe on um, this time. Wit, because Wit needs this. This is all three of my first level spells for the day. Thank you. Oh, no. Oh, the minimum healing, oh. five. Ouch. Yeah. That does suck. And you got a maximum and you got a minimum. I did. Um, cool. And then if I don't take an action, I just sink. Yes, you sink 10 feet and have to hold your breath. Kyle would keep you from sinking. You'd have to swim uh, to get back to the surface at a DC 10. Ooh, ooh, that's really hard. Maybe I try and stay up, and then next round I do guidance on both of you guys, because I... I, I... Yeah, yeah, totally. This minus one is very hard. That's uh, five again. Just to stay afloat. Alright, Grady. Save time. Save time. I got my treat poison circumstance bonus on. But a seven on the die is not gonna help with a thirteen total. Okay, you take five points of poison and the affliction wears off. Oh (laughs) nice! (laughs) It could do that, wonderful. Okay, well, worst case Ontario, he is going to uh, plan for that and pull out a, uh, a scrimshaw of heal just in case the worst happens to wit. Okay. Uh, Atlas, just chilling. Yeah, I think I'm actually going to spend an action to tread water, and then I'm going to start getting to work here and mage hand a reef claw corpse into a lobster pot. Uh, They are much heavier than your mage hand can. 
Well, I try and fail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a lot of pounds of meat, then. That's, that's I mean, good. This is great news. Yeah. This is yeah. the best situation. <laughs> You're like Luth on Hoth, first wiggling the lightsaber <laughs> yeah. out of the snow before he draws it free. All right. Wit, I need a fortitude save. Believe in yourself. Oh. That's 16. Not quite. You take in four points of poison damage, and then the affliction wears off, and we can now exit oh, combat. Yes. Oh, thank goodness. That was not good for us. <laughs> First time I've expended all my spells this uh, campaign. Nice. Yeah. Poison and water are very scary mm-hmm. together. <sighs> uh, so if you want to know anything about these creatures, it would actually be an occultism role. Ooh. Can I make a post-mortem exploit vulnerability to like learn stuff about them or esoteric lore. You can definitely make an esoteric lore to learn about them. Okay. I got a 9 for a 13. I got a 6 for a 13. 13 <laughs> on the lore. You <laughs> all got 13s. <laughs> so wow. I guess with the lore you would recognize these as reef claws. Um, they're they don't normally hunt in packs like this so you think these must all be females and they're probably protecting their young somewhere nearby more food you know a little bit about the differences between cold water and warm water reef claws these clearly being warm water Uh, the cold water ones are known to taste very uh, sweet and buttery the warm water ones are known to taste tangy, but also very good. Okay. Um, okay. I got worried with tangy. You know that they are a delicacy and are often eaten, uh, but you also know that it's a bit morally iffy to eat them because they are intelligent enough to understand speech. Oh. Oh. So but they are a delicacy. They're more intelligent than uh, <laughs> than your average animal, for yeah. sure. But, like, rich people pay a lot of money to get reef claw meat because it's dangerous. Yeah, and you know, the Wormwood, all about ethics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Gray's going to share all of that except the intelligent part. <laughs> sure. He's going really? to not, really? okay. not even give... The, the moral quandary to wow. okay. other people is going to kind of like hold that because he's okay with this. That makes sense. Because okay. I feel like Kaya wouldn't be okay, so I think it's a good thing to hide. Uh, <laughs> well, not a I good mean, thing to do, but I think it's what dead. he would do. Yeah, yeah you have uh, some sizable pots here. You think each of these would fill a pot? Yeah. So we have and one pot left over. If if you did share, share uh, the lore that you did, at least Wit would say... Uh, well, Besmara does say, uh, take what you want, and, you know, uh, while these aren't necessarily as clean of kills as one might like, they are, it was clean from a perspective. We gotta eat as well, so. I refuse to go back to the Wormwood empty-handed. We did not collect any lobster, so reef claws will do. Aye, these will make a fine tangy cash for the crew to eat, and I don't think they're gonna raise they're gonna be raised any questions about about this. 
It's a good meal for everyone. We're all looking for a meal. Yeah. So you guys spend extra time trying to fill that fourth pot? or? Well, is the, are there any babies, like, hanging around? Yeah. We were told to fill four. Yeah, because mm. you said it might be mom's. I'd worry about running into more reef claws with how hurt Same. Like the dad? We would at least try to do uh, some lobster. Yeah, just, be- yeah, just yeah. because they're babies doesn't mean they don't have poison, mm-hmm. which... Fair. All right. Was the real problem. <laughs> <laughs> let's go Let's go lobster hunting for the last pot. I like that idea. Just do a round of that. Yeah. Give me some, uh, some perceptions. 18. You see a lobster. <laughs> 15. 16. So got 21. Everyone sees a lobster except for Grady. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone but Grady roll me an athletics check. He's hauling a I got an 18. You grab a lobster. Yeah! <gasps> Wick got Wick a 19. Grabs a lobster. And Calypso grabs a lobster. I got a 14, guys. Oh. Yeah! Nice job. Kaya screws it all up and doesn't get any lobsters. <laughs> I dump out all the, all the lobsters. <laughs> but uh, you get enough lobsters to fill your pot. Yeah. And, um, and you guys can head back. Again, the water is still calm, so it's not. it doesn't require any checks now that you're not under duress to get back to the Wormwood and climb back aboard. And when you do... Your, uh, you know, you, you haul these big pots filled with food onto the ship, and you see Captain Harrigan leave the wheel and kind of approach the railing of the upper deck and look down at the group of you and smirk. He says nothing to you but he tosses a bag down to the group. And beyond that, you all feel a little bit stronger. <gasps> yeah! Fuck yeah! You Finally! Yay! Oh my god, it's so exciting! So finish your lobster pass, because oh. we'll see you next week. Oh, this is wow. going to get saucy. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Skull and Shackles is copyright 2012. Skull and Shackles and Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, and their respective logos, characters, and artwork are property of Paizo and used with permission. If you enjoy this show, consider listening to our other Pathfinder 2E show, The Bestow Curse Podcast, and supporting us on Patreon, where you can get exclusive access to our other actual play content.